0: gives them an option of not having decision fatigue, as we all know in a society where we are being bombarded constantly with information and things to do and people who want to talk to us, people who want to sell us things. Decision fatigue is a real thing, and it can be really overwhelming for our listeners and for our subscribers. So giving them a few options, keeping it very simple is going to be key for a newsletter. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Leads, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead-generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full-service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. Today, we are going to talk about how to promote your podcast using an email list. Now, this is something that is so underutilized and not something that a lot of people think to actually do, but it is so important to make sure that you are using every avenue possible to market your show. And so today we are going to be talking specifically about email marketing. I am not an email marketing strategist. I don't focus a lot on emails or email marketing, but as a business owner, I do know the general rundowns and things that you can do. Maybe some tips, tricks and strategies, as well as just from a podcast marketing standpoint, some general things that we can make sure that we do as podcasters to promote your show to an email list. Let's get right into. Why email? Email is such a great strategy. And I know that it can be hard to even start growing your email list. Obviously, we're not going to talk about that today, but I feel you, I hear you, I see you. When you think of email, there's so much that you can do with it. You can personalize it, you can use it to nurture people who are already interested in the things that you have to offer. It doesn't cost a lot of money. And you get a higher return on your investment when you are using email because these people already know you. They've maybe already downloaded your freebie. They're already in your sphere, even beyond just a social sphere. So you have people that follow you on social media. You have people who are, you know, maybe sending you DMs or hanging out with you. But when someone gives you their email, it's almost a step further of them saying, hey, I want more of a personal connection with you, I want you to honor that and make sure that you're actually using that. I know in in the last year of this recording, I sent maybe four emails to my list, which, oh, so bad. Granted, my business is not focused on a one-to-many type of business model. I mostly focus on one-to-one and... One, two, maybe two people if I'm working with co hosts. But I still had an audience. I was still growing my audience. I still had people downloading my freebies. I didn't have a nurture sequence in place. And I know you're probably like, oh my goodness, Alicia, how dare you? You need to have a nurture sequence. I know, right? We know what to do, we know how we're supposed to do this, but sometimes we don't actually do it. All right, so going back to why email, another reason is that it keeps everyone updated on the latest episodes and the latest and greatest that you have to offer your audience. Now, you might be thinking, okay, well, I release one episode every week. I don't want to email them every week and bombard them and end up getting a bunch of people unsubscribing. That's fine too. So, there are a bunch of different types of emails that you can actually send to your audience. The first one can be a welcome. So like we were talking about nurture sequence, a welcome sequence, something that is going to get them introduced to who you are, what you're about. Maybe you have a low ticket offer that you're already promoting on your podcast and you've moved them from podcast listeners into their inbox and you have their email and you're kind of just taking that step further. Also, at the end of that welcome sequence, you can also make sure that you say, hey, look, I love to respond to emails. Let me know what your biggest struggle is right now, or let me know what you're working on, or what is the name of, like if I was talking to my audience, I would say, what is the name of your podcast and what is it about? I want to know. I'm not selling them anything. I might end up selling them something. But in that moment, I really genuinely want to know about them. So welcoming them in to the fold and saying hello and welcome. You can also move people from just email subscribers and not listeners into listeners. So that's going to get more downloads to your podcast, but also will introduce those people who then can potentially share your podcast with even more people. So it's all around a fantastic strategy. Absolutely love it. The second type of email that you can send people who have subscribed to your podcast and want to get emails about your podcast is a newsletter. So this is a roundup of your episodes. Maybe once a month you share your most popular episode in the last 90 days or the last 60 days or last 30 days. So you're giving them a variety of things. You're not like just dumping information on there, but instead saying, look, I have this podcast. This is what it's about. This is a really good episode that we just released. If you want to hear more episodes, then here you go. That gives them an option of not having decision fatigue, as we all know in a society where we are being bombarded constantly with information and things to do and people who want to talk to us, people who want to sell us things. Decision fatigue is a real thing, and it can be really overwhelming for our listeners and for our subscribers. So giving them a few options, keeping it very simple is going to be key for a newsletter. Another type of email that you can send to the people who want to know more about your podcast or who have already decided that they want to hang out with you and they want to give you their email are surveys. So if you want to know, hey, we're going in a different direction with the podcast, what are your thoughts? that would be a great survey to send to your email list or to your social media. But I would send it to both. Make sure that you're sending these things to both platforms, that the people who get your emails are getting first dibs on information and then your social followers get it maybe a day, a week, whatever, later and they get asked afterwards. That also gives you content to put in your newsletter, right? So so another type of email that you can send your List is new episodes, but I want to kind of twist that, right? Because we don't want to just say, Hey, new episode, bombard you with information, and you probably don't care about this. No, we want to give them value. We want to give them some like good, juicy, meaty information. So I want you to take whatever that episode is about, break it down in a very simple way so that they feel like if they just read your email and Take action on one of those things that you're talking about, they'll still get value without having to listen to the whole episode. But then you also have that format for those who do want to listen to a full episode, for those who are like, Yes, I love podcasts. Holy cow, I didn't even know you had a podcast. We want those people to come in as well. So letting them know, Hey, look, you might be busy. Maybe it's the holiday season. Maybe you are feeling overwhelmed and stressed out, and I don't want to stress you out more. So read this quick three minute thing. And there you go. There's your value for the week. So I really wanted to spin that one, that new episode email on its head and not just say, Hey, new episode. Here's what we talk about. Yay. We want to ensure that the content that we're giving our audience, whether it's your podcast or an email is actually going to give value All right. So another type of email that you can send those who are like, yes, we want to know more about your podcast. We want to know more about you is a giveaway or contest. Now you can use this to actually promote people giving you reviews. I was recently talking to a client about reviews and she was like, well, where can people leave reviews? We have people all over the world who are listening to my show and I'm not getting reviews and people don't want to leave reviews. What about the people who don't have Apple podcast. And what about the people who don't have podcast addict? And most of my listeners are on Spotify. So how do I get them to leave reviews? So we came up with the idea to have her create a Google form. And on there, they can select how many stars, what their review is, and what their name is, if they want to leave it. Boom. Solved. (laughs) All they have to do is just leave a review on her Google Sheet. She can then use that information. She can screen share it, whatever, to be able to give that value, promote her podcast that way and say, look at all these great reviews I'm getting, even from people who may not be listening on the two major platforms where people can leave reviews. So use your emails to get reviews for your podcast and maybe utilize that little roundabout way of getting reviews to ensure that you have reviews to share with your audience for those who maybe don't have some of those platforms. This is obviously a shorter episode because there's not a whole lot we can talk about when we're talking about utilizing email to promote your show, to market your show, and actually connecting with your audience on a deeper level using email marketing, right? So it's very specific and very niche down. So there's not a whole lot to say. So this one's going to be a shorter one, but I hope that you were able to find some type of tidbit or information from this episode that you can then take action on. I want you to take one of these ideas, one of these email types, and send an email to your list, talk about your podcast, Even if there are five people on your email list or 5,000 or 5 million, I don't care. I want you to talk to your people. They have given you that email for a reason. And remember that if they unsubscribe, that's okay too. That can be a huge worry for those of us who are like, I want people to like me. I totally get it. Believe me. But when they end up unsubscribing, they're just saying, hey, look, this is not my thing right now. Or hey, look. I'm not interested in this right now. And that leaves room and space for someone else to come in. All right. I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I will catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alicia.lotti. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode and don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.